0: Hey, Bessies! Welcome to the BFF Bookcast. We're your hosts, Teresa and Katie.
1: Before we jump in, we just want to remind everyone that while we discuss are our own thoughts and opinions. Just remember, we are here to have a good time.
0: And as always, please check trigger warnings before reading any books we will be discussing. And beware, we curse like the Batboys probably do during their annual snowball fight. But anyway, Katie, happy one year anniversary to the BFF Bookcast. Oh my
1: gosh. One year. I was gonna say, what so, exactly was it?
0: But so apparently, on. I don't know if maybe I'm assuming that I just like up like we normally upload on Wednesday mornings. Sometimes I fuck up and I just upload it Tuesday night, and I think the first one was a fuck up because I was looking at like I scrolled back. I'm like, all right, what was the exact date of episode one? And it was June 14th of 2022. Oh so we're literally a year. Well, yeah, like I mean, we're, we're recording on the 13th, but this will post on the 14th. So it's exactly one year of the BFF podcast,
1: And everyone loves us
0: so much. I'm sure
1: they're not, they're <laughs> not sick of our cackle yet.
0: No, it's, I think that we have more fans than just our moms.
1: Uh, look at us go.
0: <laughs> I know. Uh, <laughs> all the, like, I, I mean, I listen every week to it, um, because I need to be embarrassed of the way that I sound and the things that I say. Um, But we have more than one listener, so at least I know that it's not just me. It's so true. Thank God. Thank God. Wait, yeah. So we
1: didn't do book lovers on June first. I'm looking. No, it says
0: it says six fourteen.
1: Huh. Fascinating. Oh,
0: you know what? It's we so originally fun. uploaded everything. Yeah, I was going to say we originally uploaded everything onto Apple, and then we moved over to the new platform on That's... the fourteenth.
1: Okay. You know what? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's a year. It's, it's a only, year, and it's we. Year to us.
0: Happy one year and two weeks to us, basically. Um, but yeah, I figure that we'll we can go through everything that we've done this year, and then we could just talk about obviously what we're currently reading, what we've been reading lately. But Katie already mentioned it. Episode one was book lovers by emily henry
1: it was i lo-
0: i loved that book i i don't want to say that it was my favorite of the year that we've done but it was it's like a it's a top five episode for me
1: i have to agree with that
0: i think um, just because i like the book is so was so was so good
1: i just find that and like i know i said this in like the past episodes i don't want to keep like be a Beating a dead horse over here and like repeating the same stuff over and over again. But the way Emily Henry writes, I feel like I know I say this a lot about a lot of books where you could feel like you know you're a part of everything and you're with the characters, but like it always seems very real, 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 realistic. Realistic, you know what I mean? Like a lot yes. of contemporary romances kind of feel that way, but like, but at the same time, too, they like they're not that they're they're not billionaires in the world and like things like that, but like they're less likely to happen or like certain things in the stories where like now you just inherit all this money and like can do everything to like a house. And like, I don't know, like there's just, there, it happens and I'm not doubting that, but like, it's just not common. So I feel like right. Emily, Emily Henry's very like average folk.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: And you can relate a little bit easier.
0: <laughs> I was going to say, you can relate to her books. I feel like there's always something that you're like, oh, I feel, like for lack of a better word, like relate to that character or relate to that. Yeah. Even if it's just like a small part, like a quote that somebody says, you can kind of always find a way to relate it back to your own life. And I feel like all of her characters, like I could see them living out in the world.
1: Yeah. Agreed. That's why I just, I really enjoy it. Book Lovers is a top favorite of mine for for our podcast. And I would say top It's not my favorite of Emily Henry so far, but it's, it's, I think like number two.
0: It's number two for me, but I want to, I I'm going to do the audio because I feel like it could be number one, but I just like need to like revisit it. And like, maybe this is my sign.
1: Maybe it is your sign and then you can let us know.
0: Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Um, our second book club pick was a deal with the elf king by Elise, Elise Kova. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and again, I liked it. But like, if you ask me anything about that book right now, I couldn't tell you a single plot point, a single character name, which I can't she tell you character names. <laughs> That's, yeah. <laughs> I think that when we read it, we both gave it like a three and a half. I think so. Um. So yeah, like, I mean, looking back a year later, I wouldn't say I recommend it because I don't I don't, I like don't remember book, it whatsoever
1: the book on pango beautiful cover
0: um yeah it, I mean it was like it's a,
1: like an average book
0: yeah I was gonna say it was like a fun read like I remember like enjoying it while I was reading it but very forgettable
1: yes but not what's next for the book pack
0: no so this was one I would say my favorite book of the year in 2022 it's an introduction to one of our favorite authors Book three was "Funny Feelings" by Tara Doit, and I don't say this lightly. That book, I have it on a single note. There is like not one thing I would change. There is not like, I it. I was both of us were just like so fully like immersed and in love with this book.
1: And I think we. I mean, I know you've reread it. If I actually have not reread it yet, you have reread it. I think a few times. Yes. Um, but, okay, so, but for me, who has not read it since reading it the first time, I can still remember, like, specific plot points. So, like, I think yes. like when you can recall things like that, it it holds a higher standard of, like, true reading. And we both get yep. five stars. But, like, it's truly a five star. Like, her in that fucking man bikini, like, the like the the one yes. who was, like, the hairy chick. Like, I remember, like, vividly, like, cackling <laughs> hardcore at this book. It was amazing. Yes.
0: Like, I like it's I don't know how Tara did it that it was like equal parts hilarious and equal parts like heartwarming yes like it touched on like super talented yeah it touched on some like more serious topics but then it was also like belly laugh funny um and it takes a lot for me like I think books are funny but I don't always like giggle or like show the emotion I mean if you guys have been listening since the beginning you know I don't show emotion whatsoever but I like actually laughed out loud at this book
1: it was so good it so was good really good if you have not read that is my favorite I still have to read Rootbound and, it, and it's like it's like one of those books like I'm dying to get to but like I just haven't gotten to it
0: yeah but
1: it's my favorite of all the books I've read of hers so far
0: yes i yeah, so I have read Rebound. We will we'll obviously get to the co-op. We did that as a book club pick in, in October. Um, Rebound is really good too. I read it on my honeymoon. And I definitely, I recommend it. I mean, I, there's something that she's, she gives me Emily Henry vibes where I feel like she just can't write a bad book. Even like, if it's like, like people we meet on vacation as like an Emily Henry book is not my favorite, but it's still a good book. I just like don't see tara being able to just like write a bad book same
1: like she i put her in my collection of like now that i like emily henry um Devney perry yeah or, like katherine cowles there's like just a couple of authors where like they're in this like little section where i'm like if i know if i don't know what to read or i need to, like an audiobook like who do i need to go to like i automatically go to like these authors That's Yes, just like insta buy author yeah. yeah no matter what
0: um, like i don't even need to know like what the book's about if she's putting it out, I'm pre-ordering oh. it and I'm going to read it right away. Yeah, exactly. Uh,
1: the next was also a top content. The first couple of books that we did, we I did yes, it. We
0: started very strong glow by Raven Kennedy. And again, the plated prisoner series. Oh. So good. And Katie, I read it. <laughs> I read it summer, like the first four, the first three books I read summer of 2021. And I was on Katie's ass. I'm like, you should read it. You should read it, you should read it. Guess when she read it?
1: Not the summer of 2021.
0: <laughs> I think like, right, I think, was it was it January or February?
1: I think it was January.
0: Yeah. I'm a bitch.
1: You know what it is, and I'm sure it's like, it it like <laughs> when you start recommending books, two things happen. They either like really hype me up and I gotta read it immediately. Or when you start pushing like a series, sometimes single books too. It's almost like you have this like overwhelming urge to ensure that you like it because you don't want to like let the person down. But then you also like have this like hype behind it. that You're like, I hope it lives up to the hype. But if I don't read it, then I'll never know if I fall short of the hype.
0: Yeah. It's my brain. (laughs) No, I get it. I'm the same way. I feel like sometimes like you recommend books to me and I'm like, yeah, like I want, I know I want to read it, but now I'm like, kind of like, but do I want to read it? Because like, what if I don't like it? Yeah. Or like, what if it doesn't Hollow, live up? Hollow Heathens. Like first example,
1: because like I was obsessed with Hollow Heathens, so was Mary. Yeah. We told you to read it over and over again. And I feel like you were like afraid to cut, like to message us because you liked it, but you weren't in love with it like we were.
0: Right, yeah, like I sold it on Pangyo. I was like, I will never, like, I don't care to continue the story. It was, like, I, it was, it was decent. I gave it, like, 325, which to me is just, yeah. like, a, like, mediocre in my mind. But, yeah, but you guys yeah. loved it. And then I was, like, almost, like, felt like either one, something's wrong with me because I don't like it and you did. Or I feel bad being, like, I'm not enjoying it. Because I don't want to talk shit on something that, like, my friends like.
1: But you're allowed to have your own You know?
0: Club. I hear you. We yeah. We
1: don't disagree on a lot. There's only a few.
0: There are only and a that few. that is one of them. But, but yeah, Glow. Not. Glow, obsessed. Um, I mean, if you haven't read the Plated Prisoner <laughs> series, read it. I When we started Glow, I thought it was the final book in the series. And like I got halfway through and I was like, there's no way that this is the final book. And it's not. There is one more book coming out. I don't think Raven has put a date yet for the next book. So if you guys are listening and you haven't read it, you have time.
1: Yeah. And they're not that long like the first no we're short people always talk yeah about how they
0: should have been one book i'm happy
1: that there were two the third beefs up a little bit in um book four she's a little thick but she's not like thick. you know what i mean
0: if you've read zodiac academy you can, you can breeze through played a prisoner this is a walk in the park yeah um weather next girl. we had weather girl by rachel lynn solomon again underwhelmed yeah I thought it was cute. I liked, like, that the male main character had, like... He was, like, a heavier set guy. He wasn't that, like, typical, like, I'm super strong and, like, good-looking. And, like, he wasn't that, like, typical male main character. Uh, but he was, like... he had Like, they had really great banter. I thought their relationship was cute. I just felt like it was... They felt, like, more, like, friends than they did lovers. So I wasn't... I remember us both saying, like, we didn't buy... The romantic part of their relationship. No,
1: I think the only thing that I enjoyed about that book was the who had anxiety
0: or depression. Someone had depression. Yes, she did. And, I and again, that. don't don't ask us the names.
1: <laughs> couldn't t- couldn't please don't ask us names. I'll lo- I'll lose a bet. But um, I like the representation for the depression aspects. I yeah, it, I like when it touches on things that again that
0: people experience. Uh,
1: that's all I remember about it. And we. She was a weather. I thought
0: the. Yes, well, I was gonna say I thought that the more interesting relationship were the was her boss. them like was the boss trying to get the bosses back together. Like I loved that aspect. Like I liked. I yeah, don't, I don't remember their names. Like I liked. Yeah, like the depression and anxiety representation. I liked the two main main characters, but I was so much more invested in the relationship of the two bosses than her. theirs.
1: Agreed. It was more realistic, yeah. and they like knew that they were trying to set them up, but they were going along with it anyway. And they were married. Yeah. But, oh, it's all coming back to me now. So look at this. Um, yeah, see? Oh, look at that. Oh, the Book of Azrael we did next.
0: We did. And I know that we just recently did um, book two in that series by Amber Nicole. Um, and Throne of Broken Gods is book two. But Book of Azrael, like, it took us it by flaps. storm. It did. It I really slaps. I
1: anything but read. <laughs> <laughs> it's... And again, she's she's a true villain, the female main character, which I really like, but you get so much more in book two. Um, It's a series, and I'm going to continue. I think I can speak for that with you as well. I really enjoy it. Amber Nicole is just a gem of a human being. So honored to have her on our podcast a couple weeks ago. She was so awesome to chat with. But yeah, I really enjoy
0: that series. It's an amazing series, honestly. And I think that, again... If you guys have ever listened to us, we never remember shit. I'm pretty sure she said it's going to be like five, five books total or yeah, seven. Or,
1: I think it was, I really wanted to say seven, but now that you said five, I don't know, five to seven, she, but she's got like Listen, everything mapped
0: out. She has it all yeah. mapped out and she could put out a million and I'm going to read it because I'm so invested in these characters. Yes. And yes. the cliffhanger at the end of the second book, just like really a
1: sucker. Really put a wrench in you, you know?
0: <laughs> it it really did. It really did. Um oh, then the I was say we did Love on the Brain, which Allie Hazelwood's third book just came out actually today. Yes. Um, which I'm am to dying to get into. Love theoretically. We're not I don't know, maybe we could do it. You know what? We,
1: also, we offline. We have to we have a couple <laughs> things to discuss about because I have some thoughts about that one and there like there's Crimson River, like
0: I know there's a lot that there's a lot that came out this week or this month so far. But anyway, Love on the Brain, loved, loved it. it. Love it. We lo- We both liked it more than the love hypothesis. Yes. My only issue with Love on the Brain was B's Fashion Choices, which we have another book that I have an issue with the main characters, Fashion Choices as well. I just have a bone to pick with authors in general. Stop dressing your female main characters. Like, it's 2012, and, like, LuLaRoe is still – cool to wear oh
1: my god
0: yeah she was wearing like galaxy like leggings and like she is
1: a nerd but i hear you
0: listen you're like you could be nerdy and still dress i agree i don't even need i don't need these i don't need her to be a fashionista no wear like
1: jeans (laughs) yeah
0: just wear like wear like cute like jeans and like a like a little t-shirt
1: yeah i hear you
0: you don't. Nobody in 2023 or 2022 when this came out needs to be wearing galaxy leggings. And I'm sorry if you're listening and you have them. Go outside, douse them with gasoline, and light a match. Okay.
1: City of Gods and Monsters, Teresa. Give a, give a <laughs> <laughs> this might be City first of question. Gods
0: and Monsters by Kayla Edwards. And apologies if Kayla, if you're listening, which I hope to God that you're not. I. Hated <laughs> this book so much.
1: <laughs> like zero disrespect.
0: Nothing against the author. I'm sure that she's a wonderful woman. Like, but
1: and to those who make it as well, to each their own. You know, we did not like this.
0: You're wrong if you like. No, I'm just kidding. No, uh, it it's it, well, I mean. I don't know if it's pop like how it's doing now because I just like do I just scroll past videos when I see it. I know that it was very popular. I ordered it. I got this 850 like fifty page book. I sat here after my surgery, like reading. It. My like wrists are breaking, and I'm like getting angrier and angrier as I like the as it went on. I think
1: it. Like, we both said this too. It it's urban fantasy, which we both really love, so we were pumped about that. Yep. I think it held so much potential, and I think it. I think there's just too many things going on plot wise. Like she was at school, but like you never got like any aspects of her at school. And like you said this all the time too, like you don't just hunt for your best friend on the weekends. That's missing. Like you're hunting for a 24 seven.
0: Yeah. Like her best friend is kidnapped in front of her and she's like, Oh, but I have class. So like, I can only help the investigation on Saturdays and Sundays.
1: But then you never get her in class. Like, so she's never in class and she's living with that guy who again we had some potential there but like then she would become petty because she's a little bitch and like mm-hmm. like run away but thank god she was caught before she actually left the premise because if she a- ended up like crossing a a barrier or leaving like a certain part of the land then like she would have been pre then she could have been kidnapped and praying and like, it would have like exposed this whole like underground operation thingy majiggy.
0: Yeah, her, like, her attitude just, like, really pissed me off. Like you said, like, she was petty. She was always, like, trying, like, if she didn't get her way or didn't get, like, a reaction out of him, then she was just, like, out, like, wanted to, like, leave and, like, would act like a bitch. And I just have, like, an issue. Like, she doesn't have any magic. And she, like, is, like, a weaker, like, she's just, like, not, like, a muscular, like, Girl. badass kind of girl but she doesn't like she doesn't do anything to help herself I was like waiting for the point where she was like I'm tired of being like weak and I'm tired of not being able to protect myself so like show me like train me I'm like waiting for her to be like trained and like turn into this badass and like and at the end you get like a little bit but like not not enough to make up for it no
1: I think there and then
0: okay let, I'm sorry one more thing and then I'll let yeah. you
1: <laughs> tell us what- what else you got going there? No, okay.
0: And then, spoiler alert, I guess if you didn't read it, but like her dog dies saving her. Which again, horrible. But then they like, they bring the dog back to life as like this like shadow creature. But the way that she like acted about this dog dying, she's like, he's my bet. Like, it's almost like at first she doesn't care about the dog. The dog like sleeps at the apothecary yeah. shop or wherever the fuck she works like 90% of the time. She finally, like, gets it all. And she's like, he was my only friend. Like, he's the only friend I have. And literally, like, becomes this, like, depressed, yeah, like, shell yeah. of a person just, like, crying in bed for, like, weeks. And, like, when Winston dies, will I be, like, devastated and upset and whatever? Yes. But, like, will my life move on? Yes. I
1: can say yeah. for a fact that it does. My dog passed away in January. It was a fucking awful. Yeah. yeah. It fucking sucked. But, like... Couple that with also being six months pregnant, your hormones are fucking raging. So I'm not knocking wanting to be in mourning from a, an animal because they are failing no when they pass. Yeah, like, they are. I just don't think it was. I think because the way it was set up, like like you're saying, like yes. you're, like you know that there's a dog, but like the dog was never involved because he was like almost like a background character in the apothecary shop that she worked at, and then all of a sudden, like. Got like you said, got him, but still never really heard about him. But then he passed to save her. Which I mean, rest in peace, you little an angel. Like, but yeah. Then let's not harp on the negatives. Let's move on. Okay.
0: <laughs> Our next episode, <laughs> we did an Acontar books one through three reread where we had Mary from Roses Are Red on, and we talked I think for like two plus hours. Doesn't shock me. No, but know, honestly, and we went. <laughs> honestly that episode probably is just one and it's just me like god bless any of you if you listen to that entire episode i literally like felt like it was like a joe rogan podcast like there's no reason for it to have been two hours but we we did a reread like i think you did the audio i read all three books and there's so much you can say about those three books and we did for two hours. So if you want to know our thoughts on *Akatar*, we'll go, go listen to that, that. podcast. So we
1: don't, we don't <laughs> I was like, we can't, we can't.
0: Um, no.
1: So in October we kind of we did one like spooky, I guess, book, and it was *The Kiss Curse*.
0: And that is the other book that we did that I have an issue with the bad fashion.
1: That's right. She it's it's the follow up to um, what's that book called?
0: The X Hex.
1: Thank you. Um, I think they were really cute. I think they like. They serve the purpose that they're made for, in my opinion. A little yes. cleanse, if you will.
0: Yes. Like Smut, very. As I say, just like very cute surface. Halloween palette cleansers. Yes. Like or like a book that you just like want to read and like have no thoughts.
1: Yeah. Like, will I ever read it again? No. No. Yeah. But it worked for the time being, and I appreciate those kind like, of like I
0: wouldn't. I wouldn't tell you to like go buy the hard cut, co- like the physical copy, like read it on Kindle or like go to your library. Yeah. You don't need to own it. I feel like you're gonna read it and just like not think about it anymore after that.
1: Like us. But again, like us. it serves its purpose. Yes. Um, this, the next book that we did, I think it like aggravates me at least. And I think you can say the same thing too. Cause I think we both wanted to continue with it, but never did. Mm-hmm. I would have loved to. I listened to this on audio, liked it, but like, kind of wish I read it. Um, it had, it had action, it had everything. Like, it had everything it had for
0: it. Everything that we love about a fantasy romance, and then yeah. we just like never picked up the rest, the, the rest of the series.
1: And now, like with especially with fantasy books, like it's hard to jump back into a series after you haven't read book one in a while. So now mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but it's like, do I even? does it like and let's be honest like what's like reread book one but like when is that going to actually happen like i don't know
0: i think that because i do want everybody loves it
1: everybody loves it
0: anyway we didn't say the name daughter of the drowned empire i
1: was building up the suspense
0: oh i was like because i'm just gonna jump in (laughs) i like i think maybe i'll re-listen to our podcast episode to get like a refresher on book one and then read book two that's a good idea i think so Because, I mean, I really liked book one. You
1: you liked it, I think, a little bit more than me, but I think I also, like I said, I wish I think I read it instead of listening to it. The audio was phenomenal, but there's certain fantasy books where I think, for me in particular, my mind on audiobooks, you do this all the time. You do more romance. Because, God forbid, you kind of tune out for a second. You can, you're not missing anything. You're hopping right back in. Whereas if you tune out for a second at the fantasy book, like when we were doing, um... House of Sky and Breath, mm-hmm. I had to like keep re, like rewinding because I was like, oh, yeah, like you, you and Mary were talking about something in the group chat. And I was like, what did I miss? And I had to go yeah. back. Like I was, I was like, uh-oh, uh-oh. Uh-oh.
0: <laughs> but yeah, maybe we have to try to get, also, cause like I'm looking at like what we were doing, like we were also doing our Zodiac Academy rereads at that now. time. There was just like, yeah, I feel like there was just like a lot going on. Um, you, that was like right before you left for your vacation, um, over in France. So I just feel like it wasn't a good time to jump into a fantasy series, True, but now I think there's like three or four books out. So I'm like, maybe I gotta get, I gotta work through more of my physical. TBR. So if anybody wants me to read this series, then you have to send you have to buy me these books because I'm on a book buying ban and I'm trying to get through my physical TBR. So I'm like ignoring my Kindle books right now. Um and I think that these are on, free on Kindle Unlimited. I could be wrong. So. I think it was on Kindle Unlimited when we read it, but that has been a while. Um after oh. Daughter of John Empire, we did Zodiac Academy books one through three. The only thing I
1: have to say about, it's not even about one through three. I liked one through three. I also, bit they give me vivid memories of being in Vermont, stuck in a house after coming home from a honeymoon early. We flew from Vegas to Newark, got in our car. We had my in-laws drive into cars. Uh, one of them was mine. So we can get in the car and then drive up to Vermont because we had COVID on our honeymoon we We did test positive before flying from Vegas just to make everyone aware. Um, but we <laughs> didn't want to take the risk by like stay because we were living with his parents at the time. I taught my husband's parents. um, but they're older. And, like, you don't want to get your parents sick. So, like we were like, you know what do it? Let's just go to Vermont. So we went to Vermont. I wanted to kill myself that day from traveling. like I literally want to hang myself. but what did I do in Vermont? I read books went through because you we're supposed to wait for me to start Zodiac Academy. And this little bitch over here started without me. So I had to play catch up. So thank God I had COVID.
0: (laughs) I I was texting her on her honeymoon and I was like, I know you're on your honeymoon and that like reading is not a priority, but I started Zodiac Academy and like, you need to start it.
1: How do you ignore said text? That's all I have to say.
0: (laughs) I was like feral over books one through six. I I think I was
1: foaming at the mouth. I didn't do anything, but, like, Tom was watching the Squid Games, or whatever that you call that, on Netflix, and yeah. I just sat there and read.
0: I have said this a million times. I – it was – my 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 dad had passed away. I was off of work for two weeks, and I read um, the Ravenhood series and Zodiac Academy back-to-back. And it was just, like, a time of just, like, overwhelming just emotion. <laughs> yeah. Ask me if I cried? No, not once. But – I like I just like had all this time off and I was like reading I was just like going through these like emotional books and I was just like feral for all of them and I'm just like texting Katie on her honeymoon I'm like oh my god you just gotta get home you gotta read these I need to talk to somebody about these
1: well you got your wish I got COVID and get home early so yeah (laughs) um but we're not gonna keep going with that but the co-op is the next by Tara DeWitt And we spoke with Tara DeWitt, which was- Yes, we had her on the
0: podcast. She is like, I was going to say, like, I love her so much. She's like, obviously we like love her, her work, but she's so funny in person. She's so sweet. Like, just like a kind, wonderful human being. And the co-op was so good. It's like a second chance, romance, enemies to lovers, like- marriage of convenience there's just so many good things in there but it's not where it's like corny because there's so many tropes yeah she does it so well
1: again writes in a way that is very realistic that you yeah. can like insert yourself in. you kind of think they're like real human beings
0: out in the world somewhere and you want to find them to be friends with them That's if i could be sense. friends yes and every time she comes out with a book she has like an inspo man like in yes. her mind. So for funny feelings, it's Chris Evans, um, and for the co-op, it's Dansby. What's his last name? He's a baseball player. But like, once you know who she was picturing while writing these men, I and then it. like seeing them and then reading it, like uh.
1: she does such a good job because even before we knew Chris Evans was the inspo behind, I funny yeah, feelings, you could pick it up. Like you I sa- I texted Chris you him him and I'm him. like, I'm picturing
0: yeah. Chris Evans, and not in like a I picture him as all. Male leads. I was like, no, like I am seeing like Nomad Steve, um, like you know the beard, like long hair, like Chris Evans from um, Infinity War, uh, and he has like the long hair and beard in another movie. It's like the Red Sea diving school. I, it, there's another movie that is, in and he has the same look. And I messaged her, and she was like, "That's literally confirmed." Yes, that's Meyer. And I was like, "Got him, good." Got him. <laughs> um after the co-op we did a house of beating wings and this is
1: a sleeper series i don't think
0: this gets enough enough i can't talk enough hype because it's really it doesn't good i feel like we have talked about the series a lot so um book two house of pounding hearts came out in january and the last and final book in the series comes out at june 29th
1: i know there's a lot going on this month
0: uh um, but house of beating wings really so good
1: it's it's just it like autom- the first time I read it, like it automatically put me in like I feel like I'm in like the streets of Italy, like very European towns, like cobblestone mm-hmm. streets. Like I think even though it's magical, I think there's just like cool aspects of it. Like she can communicate with serpents, snakes, yeah, know. like know. animals, like animals yeah. in general. Like there's phantom stuff going on. I don't want to like, give away too much, because I, th- I think it's really worth the read if you like fantasy romance. I, I I you know I don't really like when it's like oh if you're a fan of this this and this but like honestly if you're a fan of like just fantasy romance you really liked Akatar you liked the vibe of it because it's not obviously urban um this, you just like should not sleep on this like Olivia Wildstein just first off her covers are fucking beautiful oh like, my god they're beautiful like the hardcover like, like, oh they're gorgeous
0: gorgeous I mean the paperbacks are beautiful but the hardcover when you take the co- the inside like or whatever it's oh called God. like and like the fan art so and you know what's just really
1: funny? who said don't judge a book by a cover like I understand that beautiful words can be written inside of like a very non-descript cover but like everyone's eyes gravitate towards pretty covers let's be honest like we love a pretty yeah. cover so it's just one of those covers I was like wow this is beautiful and then I was like wow this is a fucking good book too like double whammy yeah to buy it <laughs>
0: No, and it's it's just like Fallon is the female lead. And like, I think that we were like, we both said like she kind of was like annoying at first because she's so stubborn. Yes. But you come to like love and appreciate her stubbornness. And, and a lot's hidden just, from her too. Yeah. Like, she doesn't know, like, nobody tells her anything. A lot is hidden from her. There it gets really spicy in book two. There is like very, very little, like almost like no spice in book one, but it's a slow burn and in the best way possible.
1: Agreed. I think I rated the spice at two five. And I, I always feel bad when people ask, someone did ask us like, how spicy is this? And I was like, yeah. to me, it's a two five. Like, it's not like a, it doesn't consume the plot. It's not like a Zodiac Academy where they're like hitting in all different directions and like shit like that too. Like in all different areas. But like it's it's good spice. I like the spice.
0: And Lorcan well Daddy. That's all I'm gonna say. Because you have to wait <laughs> till book two to get understand. But Daddy. Daddy. Um we did obviously we did Zodiac Academy four and five and then six and seven. This was all to get to the release of book eight. So we did our whatever. Um uh, and then in December we did a few um christmassy books so we did merry little meet cute as the porn star but no one knows oh, she's a porn I like, star wow, I don't and anything
1: about that book
0: <laughs> yeah so merry little meet Cute*. i forget their names of course but the main mm-hmm. character is an adult entertainment star and she um is like last minute cast as the lead in like a hallmark what would be a hallmark movie yeah. um Because the production, like, her, one of her, like, producers is getting into, out of the adult entertainment industry and into, like, the Hallmark movie industry. So, he, like, is desperate, so he casts her. So, it's supposed to be, like, this big secret because a lot of people who are working on set are from the adult entertainment industry. The male main character is, like, an ex-boy band member. Yeah. That she was, like, obsessed with in her youth. That is a book that definitely like if you just want spice, that's the book you read. If like you're looking for like if you're if it's if it's Christmas and you're horny, this is a book that you want to read. <laughs> <laughs> you're
1: not wrong. Yeah. Um Lovelight Farms we also did. And I thought this was I, I carried on with the series. It was so cute. I actually think the male main character's name is Lucas Luca 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 part the only reason why I, there's two reasons why I remember that book and the name and one's because I've, I've always wanted to name my kid Lucas Tom shoots me down all the time and I think I just feel like really I liked him like I liked their childhood best friends to lovers which is something that you and I love and mm-hmm. like they both want it but don't admit it and like can't see it and like the whole town sees it it's, it's just such a fucking cute story
0: it's so fucking cute. And yeah, I read, I read the second book in the series. I think that, um, the fourth book I think did just come out or it's coming I out soon. So. so I need to read the third. Um, it's by BK Borison. Mm-hmm. Just like so good. It's just
1: a chef's kiss. It's really good. I like of all the, the, I've only read the first two. Also I did. I stopped for the third. The, I did the audio for the second book. I think I did the audio for the first two, if I'm not mistaken. Um, the audio did not impress me as much for book two. I also just didn't like book two as much as book one. It's still good. It's still a solid read. Yeah, it's still cute. But I really enjoyed book one more. I hear Mixed Signals, I believe, is book three. That I hear it's really yep. good.
0: I hear that Mixed Signals is is everybody's favorite. I think that Lovelight Farms would I, I think we both gave it five stars, but I think that it would have been like even better, we both said this, if we got Luca's POV. So yes. book one is only from the POV of the female main character. Book two, you get both, and I think like moving on, she's you get both he the mixed did. signals. Um, yeah, you get dual POV, but in book one you don't get dual POV and I would have just like loved his like his side of things.
1: Agreed. Cause there's a couple scenes where you're like you're you, you kinda are almost dying to know what's going through his mind. Yeah. So I'm with you. It would have been nice.
0: Yeah. We came um, January also- off with a bang. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you? I Well, no, I was going to say we also, I didn't say, but we also did Sorrow and Starlight, Zodiac Academy book eight. I mentioned before that we did, like, a reread, but that I didn't mention that we also read the eighth book and did a podcast episode. But, yeah, we started January with a bang. Magnolia Parks. I, like, my new obsession for the year. This was your new obsession for the year. Like, I read the first book, and I again, feral. I read the first book. I ordered all four that that are out currently. They were not coming in time. So then I had to buy them on Kindle. They're so good. Yes. I
1: still have to finish the series. Um, I
0: know you have to, you only read the first two.
1: Yes. Which I will say, I really, I liked book one. I feel like it, like, I remember texting you, Mary, and thinking that, like, by, I think around 30%, I was kind of like, all right, what the fuck? Like, I was in, like, this, like, lull with it. But you have, I think one thing to know about this is it's character-driven. So yes, you have to bear in mind that you're just reading nothing, but, like, it's like the it's like the Ravenhood. If you like the Ravenhood series, you'll like Magnolia Parks.
0: There is almost, like, no plot to There's Magnolia no plot. Parks. It's all, yeah, it's all character-driven, You're going to hate the characters at first, I think, like, but you, like, come to love them, especially, especially once, like, after, I think after book three, you understand Magnolia and BJ a lot better. It's all toxic relationships. It's all toxic, everything, but it's, like, so good. Like, it's, it's like Gossip Girl, but, like, for adults.
1: There you have it. I, I, I liked it more than I thought I was going to, to the point where
0: I ended up yeah. buying the rest of the series. So that says something. It does.
1: Ooh, the Umbra King.
0: Yes, That's the Umber King road. by Jamie Applegate Hunter. Good. Just solid good. Very good, solid, easy to get into and understand urban fantasy romance. Can't go
1: wrong. If you want an urban fantasy, on. this one up. And book two is out as well, and... We both are midway through it, and weirdly, I think we're both on page two hundred. Yeah, ironically, we are again, just enjoying the ride. Yes, she's wrapping it up nicely. Thank you, Jamie. She is. Yeah, it's only it's only
0: two. It's only a duology. So if you're looking awesome. for something fantasy that like isn't going to be all consuming, yeah, like and isn't like a seven book series, then this is a good one to to pick up. Then we did my favorite. Like my favorite fantasy series, probably my favorite completed fantasy series since Akatar, maybe. And I said completed because a lot of them are still ongoing. Yes. Like, but Daughter of No Worlds, it's book one in the Daughter of Lost Hearts trilogy by Carissa Broadbent. Oh my God, I just loved it so much. It's really, really good.
1: I have to That's another series way. you
0: have to. I would say another series, yes, you have to... a
1: priority. I actually started listening to the audio the other day. But you know what? I started to realize that I wasn't paying attention, so I stopped.
0: Yeah, that's, that's smart. A you lot I mean? happens yes, in book I three. Did.
1: And that's why I'm like, I have to focus. I know what I'm going to do. I already have this all mapped out. In case anyone's dying to know, I am going to start... So the, on the 15th, Crimson River, Crimson Tide... River? Crimson River? Crimson River. Oh, okay. Crimson
0: Tide is what we call my period.
1: <laughs> Crimson River comes out by Debbie Ferry, and I
0: need to read that immediately. So yeah.
1: I am not picking up a physical book right now, or I could, I guess. Um, maybe I will. Maybe I'll start All Over the Worlds tonight, the third book. But I am i figure once Crimson River is over, that's what I was going to go into to read. And I'll do a, a normal like fan um a normal romance on audio again. So I I like rearrange yeah. things to ensure that this is gonna happen because I need to finish it because it is so freaking good. We already have a tattoo plan for it.
0: Yeah. Max is one of my favorite male main characters. Like I think he's just the perfect man. Like he is just like so in love with Tasana and he's like strong and he's like supportive obsessed you know what i like about Sana, and i
1: think this speaks to you especially because like you said this about um gods and monsters tisana has magic but she's not it's like all magical being which mm-hmm. this is where i'm at in the book like and you're, you're the thing from like book one but she wants to put in the work to get better like she literally with max like who does not want to train her is like staying up all night to work on her magic all these different things like she's putting in Mm -hmm. so much effort so everything seems believable like when she's going through these tasks um you're understanding like when she's coming out on the other side of them like well okay like i understand that like she did well because she's been trying to get better like she's got such a conscious like She's got so much, like, that's driving her to, like, be better and do better. I don't know. It's, it's like, when, again, like, you hear about it a lot, but I feel like it still is not hyped the way it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And it needs to be – everyone needs to read it. And, again, it's only a tragedy. I, and she's not that thick.
0: Again, not that hard to get through. If you do like audio and you are and you like listening to fantasy on audio and you have scribed, all three are unscribed. So – It's Winnie in the background. I know I was going to say what's moving back there it's my cat.
1: Um Winnie! so yeah and, and I will say the audio is really good but again just because I know myself I don't want to get distracted and not pay attention.
0: Yeah and the third book is all action. Like okay. ev- there is like not a lull in the story for the entirety until like you get to the epilogue. So there you have it folks. I was sweating the ice was sweating the entire time. Um after that we did All Roads Lead Here by Mariana Zapata. So I got Katie to listen to Culty on audio and she was obsessed. And I was like, okay, great. Let's now do All Roads Lead here. Cause I hadn't read that one yet. Um and I loved it. I loved it so much.
1: It's one of those uh, she's an, again, another author where like she's a go-to. You're not mm-hmm. gonna read anything bad by her. And The only thing that people, I guess, complain is that she it's such a slow burn. Like, slow. I was going to say. Slow. Like, we're talking, like, the last 10% of the book that that's when you get in, like, an action. But I don't even care because everything else is so
0: good. Again, very character-driven, very slow burn. If you hate slow burns, then I would not recommend. But if you like a slow burn, I don't think anybody does it better than Mariana Zapata because the burn is so slow but you like are so invested in the characters that you almost don't care yeah and then the only the only thing that like weirded me out was that she kept calling him Mr. Rhodes and I'm like he's like five years older than you stop he's calling not, him yeah, Mr. He's Rhodes not that much
1: older stop but it's like
0: yeah
1: I still thoroughly <laughs> enjoyed that book I loved it same like that, same on audio if you want a good audiobook that's a great audiobook
0: yeah Daddy Rhodes is so good um Colty, again, like I said on audio, amazing. Um, Wall of Winnipeg and me, also amazing on audio. I read them, but then also audio them, and the audio was like phenomenal. It's and then you you listened to it from Lukoff with love on audio, right?
1: fucking Perfect.
0: Yeah, yeah. Teddy Hamilton. And I loved that. You can't go wrong with Teddy Hamilton, but I you love can. That book. Um. Then we did secretly yours by Tessa Bailey. So unfortunately, yours just came out last week. Did you? I say you just finished it on audio. Um, I mean, it's like a very like run of the mill Tessa Bailey book. Um, Cute. It's not. It's not. It happened one summer. It's not hook, line, and sinker, but it's good.
1: Again, just a classic. I'm gonna pick a Tessa Bailey book up and I'm
0: gonna read it and enjoy
1: it. And get right. Very,
0: very mindless rom-com with smut
1: yeah audios um actually i didn't do the audio for secretly yours but the audio for unfortunately yours was very good it is not available on scribed it is on audio uh audible as an fyi
0: as an fyi um
1: right man right time
0: i was gonna say we didn't do it as like a book club pick but we did do a megan quinn interview like special so right man, right move, which was right, uh right, right. right. Yeah, Sorry. which was technically our first hockey romance that we like actively discussed. Yeah. But not our. But it wasn't but a book like club pick. Yeah. Right. Um. But we did have an entire episode dedicated to it because we did interview Megan. I'm obsessed actually with her whole hockey series. So there is like Kiss and Don't Tell, Right Man, Right Time, and I'm gonna forget the la- the name of the last one. Um not going to harp on it. They're just very good. I did audio for the first two. I read Right Man, Right Move. I think we've called it three different things. It's Right Man, Right Move. Right? Right Man,
1: Right Time. Right
0: Move. No, is
1: it? it's Right Man, Right Time. It's on the, I'm looking at the podcast sheet. <laughs> I think it's Right Man, Right Move. That's what I put out on the fucking internet.
0: Wait, you guys. <laughs> This is why like, I need to just like actually start editing because honestly, like I'm gonna I'm embarrassed. Right
1: man, right time.
0: I Oh my, my god. Way. I don't know what. You know what? I think I'm confused. I'm saying right move. You just as, made the
1: fucking shit out of me. I was like, I've been the what's it, it called?
0: The right move, I'm thinking the Liz Tomford Tomford oh, book. Oh, okay. right. Anyway, right man, right time. <laughs> uh ignore me. Um Anyway, really solid. Then we did okay. We did our first Remini fanfic.
1: I liked it. Breathments Breath and battle scars. scars. This was could not by Maggie. And yes. I'm glad we started here.
0: Yes, like we were going to start with Manacled, and I'm. I don't, I'm we bad. haven't read it yet, but I I I am happy that we didn't start with Manacled, because I think it's so much. It's a much heavier, darker read, and I just no, don't think we... we were we were in that mood.
1: I think you would have gotten through it okay. Like, you would have been like, okay, whoa, deep. I think I would have probably turned around to be like, T, I don't know if we're going to finish this. Yeah. <laughs> we know how I am with emotional books.
0: We do. I normally have to go through ahead of time, read it, and be like, you have to read it. This is what you're in for. And like, warn you like ahead yes, of time. That's what you had to do for yeah. me for many a book. <laughs> so. Yes. Um, we did a Court of Silver Flames reread where we said that we respected Nesta more, but we still weren't fans of hers. Correct. Um, sorry, not sorry about that. Um, Serpent and the Wings of Night by Carissa Broadbent. Again, it's been a Carissa Broadbent kind of year. Again, amazing. So books one and two are out. I think that the series will be six books in total but the first two books are about a couple the next two will be about a different couple so yes. it's kind it's like a completed duology there will just be more books in that universe yes
1: and they're good
0: so good fan solid i, I i'm sorry like i think that she is like on another level as like a fantasy romance author and if you like fantasy romance, then you have to read certain in, uh, *The Serpent and the Wings of Night*.
1: Her greatest mistake.
0: So that was our f- first actual hockey romance, and we both hated it.
1: Oh, okay. That's why I don't remember it.
0: <laughs> remember how mad I was getting because, like, so, he just like quit. The, so he so just weird. like quit the team with like two games like left in the Stanley Cup Finals.
1: You're like, this is not how things work. <laughs>
0: If if any man, okay, obviously as a hockey fan, like if any player on my team pulled the shit that this man pulled, I don't care. He's supposed to be like the Connor McDavid of this like fantasy NHL world. Connor McDavid is like the best, like undisputed best player in the league. That's like what they said like this guy Maddox was like, right? And then he just like gives, he's just like, I'm going to give up a Stanley Cup or I'm going to like... Because the GM was like mean to my girlfriend, not even the GM, like the, the owner of the team. Also, they keep saying that he's so good. He's the best. He's the best. He's the best. And then there's like, oh, but I don't know if I'm going to get a contract at the end of the year. Like that, that's not how it works.
1: Yeah. I don't know.
0: I just had an issue. You had, a big I had an big issue. Big um, and I was really upset that that was the first hockey romance that I picked for the podcast. Um, after that, we did yeah, a I'm Crescent here. City reread. So, if you so want to know our thoughts on Crescent City, that came out. That was May 9th. We're almost, we're almost wrapped up at the end of the year. Okay, Katie. Um, five out of five. Here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Crescent City, I think at its completion, will be my favorite fantasy romance series okay. of all time. Um, it's just, there's just nothing like it. Uh, if you are non-believers in Hunt and Bryce being actual mates, then you need to reread because it's literally written for you that they are mates. And if you don't like it, I'm sorry, but you're Top wrong. Shame. Shame. And if you think Hunt's going to die and she's going to find, she's going to get with somebody else. No, when your mate dies, you don't move on. If Reese died, Fair is not going to move on. You're right. Okay. So Hunt is on game. And if he dies, then Bryce will also probably die with him. Okay. <laughs> that um, on that note, we did Happy Place by Emily Henry. We've already talked about Emily Henry. We love Emily Henry. We loved Happy Place. I know a lot of people had took issue with it. No. Perfection. Five out of five stars. There's nothing wrong with that book.
1: I also think this is my favorite Emily Henry book. Just
0: saying. Yeah. We did do a special episode, Throne of Broken Gods, with Amber Nicole. That's book two in the Book of Asriel series, which we discussed earlier as well. And then the last book, which we did last week, which technically is was our one-year anniversary, not today. Anyway, The Fourth of by Rebecca Yaros. It just came out. Everyone's talking about it with good I'm reason. Sure it right was it. amazing. It's so good. Also, awesome. a correction. Remember how I said that I thought that the dragon names were, like, I- of Irish descent? Yes, They are Scottish Gaelic.
1: Okay, so you're not that far off.
0: Yeah. So I watched a whole video on like some pronunci- pronunciations. Okay. And like what the names mean. And uh, Tarn, I think is how I have to rewatch the video. So I know that I'm pronouncing it incorrectly again. But his name means thunder.
1: Oh, that's kind of cool.
0: I know I have to, I'll send you the video. It's really cool. Um, yeah, no, it was really, really cool. It's like, Oh, okay. Like that makes sense. And she goes through like breaks down, like what the different names mean and like, like what the correct pronunciation is, which again, really nice of this girl to do that. I'm going to probably pick up the second book and just completely butcher the names in my head again anyway, but I will try to get them right. Um,
1: but yeah, that's where we're at.
0: we should do better in life in general i should be doing better but like even like sometimes like even when it was like reese and i didn't know how to pronounce reese like when i first picked up akatar i was just calling him like something different in my head like i just make up names to characters sometimes well, like if, you,
1: like if you like harp on a name too much like it almost like takes away from the book at least for me because it's yeah like i'm stuck on like a name and i can't get past it um, yes but yeah i hear you
0: but yeah so like um zayden's dragon which is spelled like S G A E, like some something like that she um, in the comments because she hadn't finished reading the book yet, so I don't think she got to that name. Oh, okay. Um, in the comments, somebody asked, and she was like, "Oh, I think that that would be pronounced scale," which again is a pretty cool dragon name.
1: That
0: is really cool. But yeah, yeah um, but that's basically what we what we did this year. That, and if you've yeah. been along since the beginning, congrats. Audio? Um, go our go audio's close. gotten better. Our recording abilities have gotten better. Our book picks, I think have stayed pretty consistent. I we have good pretty, ones. We have. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's like, you don't want to uh, read, like we try to pick like popular books that we know people are going to read and want to listen to the podcast too. Right. But we also want to pick like some little baby underdogs too, because there's other good shit out there.
0: Right, we want to introduce you to some of our favorites like yeah. if we if, if we even got one person to read Funny Feelings or it's to pick it. up a Tara DeWitt book I will be like the happiest person in the entire world um, and if like I don't know maybe you were thinking like oh like should I pick up Daughter of No Worlds like let me like listen to the first one and now you're like obsessed with the trilogy then we're doing our job here
1: <laughs> exactly exactly
0: but yeah um Thanks for the, the one toes, year. thanks for the one year did you? I dipped
1: my toes really quickly into Laura Pavlov have you ever read any of her books
0: I don't think so so she no I haven't I was thinking Catherine Cowles okay. I like listened to one of hers but no I haven't done Laura Pavlov I did
1: the Mo- Montgomery Brothers series and again if like I did them on audio which I think I'd recommend unless you really rather read the physical books and like go for it. But like, if you need something just to like listen to, I mm-hmm. think she's going to be another solid, like contemporary romance. You get some good spice. You get- Is if, she a small no, town girl? I would say you could, I think you can classify these as small town. They're billionaires, okay. all the brothers. Oh, okay. Um, but there's no third act breakup. Love that. I I don't know. I actually really liked them. Um, And you, I think in particular, really like book three because
0: he's a golden retriever. I love a golden retriever male main character. I've just been in that kind of mood. Like, oh, I love it. I hear you.
1: And then um, uh, this is being talked about on TikTok. Forbidden Hearts by Corinne Michaels. And I'm not going to lie. I was fucking into it at first. Like, I couldn't stop fucking listening to this book. And then the plot twist happened, and you lost me. Yeah. Okay. You can me. you? I think it would. I think it would go from like, I think I would have given it like a four.
0: Can you please tell? Like, okay spoilers. I want to know because I don't think I'm going to read it. Okay. Can you tell me what the plot twist is? Because I was trying to understand in the text thread, like when you and Mary were talking about it, but I thought that like he fucked his sister. No, okay. like i was like oh he got his sister pregnant i was at the chair in concert i was a little bit drunk on high noons and i was like yo they're reading incest books in right incest. now
1: <laughs> no. okay so this, this girl comes home from college like, grad school she's 14 years younger than the guy that she's dating
0: okay she
1: comes home and she she left school because she was dating a professor and then okay. the, prof- the she didn't know that he was married then obviously People talk, word got out, a photo went out. So, like, she essentially, like, was, like, a homewrecker. That's what they were calling her, making fun of her. Poor girl. So she came home. So she starts dating this guy who's 14 years older than her. And she finds out when she went to, like, her physical to go back to grad school. She's transferring. That she's pregnant. But she's pregnant with the professor's baby. Okay. So she contacts him, whatever. He wants nothing to do with the baby. Whatever. Cool. Boom. So she then tells her new boyfriend who chef's kiss like a true man takes like a champ and is like, okay, like you do what you want to do. She ends up keeping the baby, but she finds that he, she tells her new boyfriend who the baby daddy is and it sets him off. Come to find out. That his baby sister, this was his best friend. So, mind you, they're in two different states. They are living in Pennsylvania, and she went to school in Iowa. So, this is a professor in Iowa. Iowa and Pennsylvania have a little bit of a distance between the two of them. If you know your geography, they're all from. But like the the new boyfriend and the professor are from Michigan, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Boy, old new boyfriend and ex professor boyfriend were used to be best of friends and would come home with this guy when they were younger to hang out and like his family kind of took him in the new boyfriend. And I, I forget his name. I should probably look at it so that I can help help us out. Hold on. please. No, please. I mean,
0: this is this is making following? sense to me. Yeah. Okay.
1: So the new boyfriend has a younger sister. She was 16 at the time. And of course, like it, it's not rape because like I guess you can classify this rape because she was 16 and he was like in his twenties. I don't know. But okay. So a statutory rape. Statutory yeah. Statutory rape here. So, she, and then come to find out that the sister was pregnant with his baby, but she ended up losing the baby somehow naturally two weeks later. So when the okay. ba- new boyfriend finds out who this guy is that knocked up his new girlfriend, he like drives out there all, all to punch him. And then they, home. It was I don't know. Like, I would have been okay, like, after the whole pregnancy thing. Like, if that just – if that's where it was and they moved forward with it, I would have been okay. But then to throw in, like, the twist of, like, his baby sister was knocked up by the guy in a statutory rape situation, it just seemed very far-fetched to me. Like, you come to Michigan, you're living in Pennsylvania, and then he moves to Iowa. Like, how – I get it. Small world shit fucking happens and things are crazy, but, like, it just – For me personally, it really threw a wrench in like, I was like, hold up. I was really fucking enjoying this. And now I'm like, now what? But I think it also, I have such strong feelings about the rating because it happened at the end of the book
0: that I'm like, forgetting
1: of how good the front end was it. But, but I still think it's a three five.
0: Yeah. I feel like it could have just done without the whole like, oh, like statutory rape with like my underage sister storyline.
1: Yeah. Who also was pregnant? I don't don't know. It just like, yeah. yeah. I'm all for, like, bringing up some rough stuff to, like – because, again, shit fucking happens to people, and I think it's nice when everyone can relate.
0: Yeah, but, but it just... needs to be, like – it needs to, like, make sense for the plot. I hate when things are just, like, thrown in to, like, create drama that it's just, like – where it's almost, like, out of, like, left field.
1: Yeah, and, like, again, like, the whole premise of the book was they had to keep the relationship a secret because everyone thinks that she's, like, just immature and not responsible and, like – her dad never wanted her to date a cop and like, this guy's a cop. And like when they all kind of release like that, they're dating. Cause there is a 14 year age gap, which again, I don't know who cares about a fucking 14 year age gap. I, then like no one cared. And like, I get that. Like, that's great. You want no one to care, but like, it was just so much buildup. And then like, the yeah, like, I know you're going to fall in love with a cop, but it's like, but you, the whole book, she kept saying that her dad didn't want her to be with a cop. I don't know. Just like There's a couple things I was like, I think we could have done that the plot twist to really kind of like build a bit more on them telling people. He has a nine-year-old daughter. Single dad trope. It is kind of hot. I don't know. Great spice. There was great points. There was like that little bit of chunk right there that I would have been just like ripped out and then thrown away. That's all. Yeah.
0: Okay. Beautiful cover. (laughs) It was. Yeah, I saw the cover. It did look pretty. Um...
1: And I will say, if anyone wants a good fantasy book that has a really interesting, unique magic system, Good Spice, Court of Blood and Bindings. I hear book two is okay. as good as book one. But just in case anyone's out there that's wondering. I was wondering. I, I figured you are. Oh, in a solid witchy book. If, for any of my witchy people out there. Sorry, I got one more. Okay, but let's talk about this for a second. Because I fucking get it okay. when people have witchy books, right? You're gonna write a witchy story I want to see some cool fucking magic I want to know that they're doing magic
0: yes yeah, like right? spells and stuff yeah
1: like incantations like I want to see some yeah drawings and like this has it which I appreciated
0: that's good because I feel like a lot of the times like they don't
1: yeah they just kind of like say that they're witches and then you move on. Yeah, Autumn of the Grimoire. Again, it's it's not like I'm not saying it's a five star rating book. I put it as a four, but I just thought it was a good, solid witchy book.
0: Perfect. Um. Okay. next for me, I guess. Are you done?
1: Yeah, because then I just went down a rabbit hole of Laura Pavlov. We don't have to talk about each book separate. They're just they're just. Let's wrap that shit up. It's if you want to listen to them, okay, writing, they're good.
0: I'm not going to go into heavy detail, but I listened as a reread, I listened to the first three books of the Addicted series. I've talked about the Addicted series on here before. I'm in love with them. I'm obsessed with them. Even though I know what's going to happen they you're still emotionally draining and they still hurt. And I just like love Laur- Lauren Hale so fucking much and Lily Calloway. And like, oh my god, I can't wait to get to Kiss the Sky next. Like, bleh. Anyway, okay. Um, I did In a Jam by Kate Canterbury. And I've seen like In a Jam as like, being like a popular like book on book talk, I feel like. Um, I did not enjoy it. I almost DNF'd it. I was at like 65% and I texted you and I was just like, I am getting so annoyed with these characters. Like it was just dragging. This book was so unnecessarily long. Like it was just the same thing over and over and over again for like the first like 70%. And like the plot. Okay. So she's like left at the altar by her fiance on her wedding day. And. Like, a few weeks later, she finds out that her grandmother, who passed away, um, left her the family farm. And in order for her to get ownership of the farm, she has to be married. Again, like, it from, like, what you learn about the grandmother, the marriage clause makes no sense in, like, the scheme of the book.
1: Okay.
0: So, whatever. So, she goes back to her hometown. She's, like uh or like it's not even her hometown. I think she only spent like a year there in high school, but she had a very close friendship with this guy Noah who back in high school was like the ugly duckling. He was like overweight and had like bad acne and just like apparently again I forget her name and I don't even give a shit. Shay maybe? I think her name was Shay. She yeah, her name was Shay she apparently was, like, the popular girl, but, like, they, like, had, like, a very good friendship, and they used to always talk about, like, leaving this town and never coming back. So, like, he like, went away, like, for, like, the summer before college, and she, like, left to go to college at the end of the summer, and they just, like, hadn't seen each other in, like, 10, 15 years, however fucking long it was. I think it was, like, 12 years. But anyway, she goes back, she sees him, he's, like, grown into this, like, stunning, like, hunk of a man. And she's, like, I don't even know if I want the farm. She's like, I just like needed to get away from the city because like my fiance like left me. She just like was going through like a time, understandably. Right. And she tells him like about the closet and he's like, oh, I'll marry you. Like if it's like, it'll just be like business. It'll be a business decision because he also owns a farm. And um, she like brings up the fact that she's like, I like, can see like turning this into like a wedding like venue, like an event space. So I was like, oh, this will be cute. Like, they'll get married. They'll, like, work on this, like, farm together. No, like, the the bulk of the book is her tutoring his niece. So his sister went to jail. And he, like, now has, like, full custody of his niece. And, like, 90% of it is, like, her tutoring the niece. And it starts out where she's like, I'm just going to get, a, like, a job substitute teaching at the school. And then, like, all of a sudden she's, like, there, like, full time. And all she talks about is wanting to go back to her, like, life in Boston eventually, that she, like, wants to move back and be closer to her friends again. And, like, she just ends up, like, turning into this, like, girl, like – again, this is fine, but I just feel like it went, like, kind of against what the character was, like, constantly saying. Um, And then, like, he makes jam. He, like, likes making jam. That's, like, I guess how the – in a jam, that's the name of the book, he, like, experiments with different fucking fruits – And so they get married. And from the minute they get married, all he does is, like, he'll be, like, oh, like, whatever you want, wife. Like, okay, wife. Like, oh, like, where are you going, wife? Like, he just calls her wife as, like, a pet name. And it was so irritating. Like, on one page, I counted it, like, ten times. And I was just, like, this is too fucking much. And he would, like, he was, like, kind of, like, a dick to her. Like, she was constantly thinking that he hated her. And like, it just like, I was like, I, I just did not like them. And she also was like, Oh, I like to wear like funny, quirky earrings. Like I have like fish earrings, like lobster earrings. And like my ex fiance hated my like silly earrings. Like she's a kindergarten teacher. So like, okay, wear your funny earrings to school? But she like makes them like, she's supposed to be this like cool, like girl. And then she's wearing like lobster earrings. I don't know. Like, I just didn't like the book.
1: So this bitch in life <laughs> can go screw Teresa didn't like it.
0: <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, um, moving on. A book that I really did like, Divine Rivals, by Rebecca Ross. Loved it. Uh, it's, I guess it's why I feel like it's why I don't know if it's going to become more like adultish as it goes on. They are like nineteen and twenty years old, so it's like that in between. Is it YA or is it like new adult? Um, but a very, like, unique magic system. Very unique, like, world building. And I just really liked it. So if you're looking for, like, something a little different than the typical fantasy Divine ri- Rivals. Um, the Charm Offensive by Allison Cochran. It is an MM romance. And it's basically, like, the guy... It's basically, like, The Bachelor. But the lead ends up being... He doesn't really give himself a label. So he's neurodivergent and he ends up falling in love with his handler, like who was openly gay. And it's like a very nice, like love story. I really, really liked it. Um, I listened to the do over by Lynn Painter. It's a YA romance. If you're like looking for something very like light and cute, it was cute. Um, and the narration was great. And then today I finished the American roommate experiment which is the second book in the Spanish Love Deception like Interconnected Standalone Series by Elena Armas. And I loved the Spanish Love Deception. I think you did too, right?
1: I loved that book, yeah.
0: This one was really cute, but not as good. Like I would give it like a three and a half. I just felt like there wasn't, like I felt like we were told that there was like chemistry with the characters and like we would get glimpses of it. But then I also felt like their dialogue was like, a little like choppy at times. Okay. But I liked the storyline and I liked the characters.
1: All right. So, cool. so I it was have, like, solid book if you want to, but if you don't. Yeah. You to... I'm not
0: like going to be like, you need to read this, but it was, it was mediocre. It was like, it was, I'm happy I read it, but I'm not going to be like talking about it.
1: Okay. I like it. Yeah.
0: But that's, that's where we're at. Um, next week, we are going to be doing A Rogue of One's <laughs> Own by evie Dunmore. So, um the first book was The Duke um Bringing Down the Duke.
1: Thank you. I was like I just looked this up.
0: They're interconnected standalones, so you don't have to read the first one first. We are no. going to be talking about the second book in the series, but again, interne- interconnected standalone, so you can read them out of order. Um and then we'll do another spilling of tea and then I think June's over and then we got to talk June about July. Over. Yeah.
1: And we've got some, my, we, we have to, I have a couple, of, I, it's weird. Cause I, you know what? We'll talk off camera.
0: <laughs> yes. We will talk off camera. No, one is um, here banter about this. No, no, you guys don't. Um, Katie's moving this week. Uh, uh, that's pretty much, it. that's it. That's the only thing that's like new for us.
1: <laughs> and honestly, like it's move number nine, fuck me.
0: <laughs> but also it's big news because Katie will now be within like 10 minutes walking, walking distance yes. to me.
1: So like if we drove, so, like, it's literally like a two minute drive. Yes. God bless. We didn't get to like, because I'm moving into the same apartment complex I lived when I first lived next to you, but we didn't get to like enjoy the fruits of said said living situations because like COVID hit.
0: Yes. Uh,
1: and then I broke my lease to move home to save money for our wedding. So, yeah. <laughs> we weren't there very long, but now we're going back.
0: Now we are going back. Now and back. and honestly, this is great for us. We will podcast more together. We will do more TikToks together. We'll probably take more photos. We, yeah. Honestly, like we live 25 minutes apart, but you would think that it was like an hour because... I mean, we see each other a lot, but like never to like, it's ever like convenient where I'm like, oh, like, like yeah. Yeah. Even today, you know, what like I was it saying.
1: was like, uh, are we hanging out? Like, what are we doing?
0: Um, Especially now because Katie's like, a full ass mom. Yeah, I am. I'm a full ass mom. That's yeah, you fine. are. But yeah, yeah, that's, that is all we got for you guys. So I will let Katie take it away.
1: Thank you so much for listening to our episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to subscribe to receive notifications anytime a new episode drops.
0: You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at thebff.bookclub. If you have any comments, questions, book recommendations, or books you want us to talk about in future episodes, please send us an email at thebff.bookclub1 at gmail.com. We appreciate your support. See you, fuckers.